The following is an exclusive presentation of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. It's time for BYU Women's Soccer, live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Deep cross, headed toward Freeman in! A goal by Elise Blake and the Cougars open up on top! This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. Coming up, we'll hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood, and we'll get a look at today's starting lineups. Let's begin our coverage of BYU Women's Soccer and join your host, Jason Shepard. Well, I am Greg Grubel, not Jason Shepard tonight, but uh, good evening, Cougar soccer fans, and welcome pitch side inside Merlot Field on the campus of the University of Portland for tonight's meeting between the nation's fourth-ranked team, the BYU Cougars, and the Portland Pilots. The Cougars come into tonight's match atop the WCC table as the only conference team with its league title hopes entirely in its control. This much is certain. If BYU wins out, the Cougs will be outright WCC champs and earn the league's automatic entry into the NCAA tournament. And I am your play-by-play presenter, Greg Grubel, once again joined by former BYU soccer all-conference stalwart, Elena Medeiros-Anderson. And Elena, last time we were together on the headset five nights ago, uh, BYU was shellacking St. Mary's by an 8-0 scoreline. As important as every match and every goal is when it comes to solidifying a postseason resume, uh, there can be no let-up, really, as the Cougs seek to make a national statement with every game. Yeah, you're exactly right, Greg. This BYU team has been dominant all season, and they have their eyes set on staying undefeated through these last five regular season games. This team has to stay focused, though, and continue to play their best because they will get every opponent's best game. That's just what comes with being the number four team in the country. It's a good Portland team coming off a 1-1 draw with Santa Clara, and they're seeking their first winning conference. And so if I'm Portland, what better time than now? So, But I believe Portland hasn't seen a team as high of caliber as BYU. This is probably one of the best offense and defensive teams they'll see all season. And the Cougs have played very, very well on this pitch. We'll talk about that a little bit coming up. Coming up after this break, though, we'll hear from BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood has to say as she once again returns to her home state. This is BYU Women's Soccer live from Merlot Field in Portland, Oregon on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. It's time to get the scoop on today's match from head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. From Merlot Field in Portland, Oregon, we are live ahead of the number four team in the country, BYU, visiting Portland. The Cougs seeking a fourth straight WCC win, BYU 3-0-1 in conference. The Pilots still looking for their first victory in league at 0-2-2. Time now for our pre-match interview with BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood, brought to you by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. And although Jen has been leading this BYU soccer program for a quarter century and played for BYU before that, uh, once upon a time she was an Oregonian. And after her team's morning run-through on the Nike World Headquarters campus this morning, I asked her about uh, what emotion she feels every time she brings her team, BYU team back to her home state. It's such a beautiful place. When you're gone away so long, you forget how beautiful it is here, and especially this time of year. So, yeah, it brings back lots of fantastic memories of growing up here and going to high school and, um, you know, coming back and visiting family all the time. So, yeah, it's a great place. You've lived and coached in Utah long enough to be a Utahan. Do you still consider yourself an Oregonian? I actually do. I definitely consider myself an Oregonian. Got my duck shoes at the Nike uh, employee store, so, yes. Uh, but, uh 
Yeah, I mean, I love Utah, and I uh, love, obviously, being at BYU, but, you know, where you grow up always has a special place in your heart, so I, I do love it here. And what a beautiful, typical Oregonian day. It was foggy and cool in the morning, the leaves on the t- It was a beautiful day. Uh, it was a beautiful day, for sure, and uh, the sun's going to come out. And, uh, you know, I don't know that we've ever played here. All the times we've come in, in rain or bad weather, it's always been pretty great weather for us. So uh, I think it'll be a beautiful night for a great matchup against two really good teams. You gave the girls a really great experience this morning up on the Nike campus. What a cool thing for that team to be around that environment for a morning. Yeah, you know, uh, we kind of use it as our, our morning walkthrough uh, practice. And, um, you know, they, Nike takes very good, good care of our team and our program and our university. And, uh, you know, the girls are big Nike fans. And so just go on campus and get a tour in uh, uh, the world headquarters, it's, it's a pretty cool place. And I've been fortunate to be there a few times uh, just growing up here. Um, but, yeah, it, it was great. Um, good kind of fun team thing. The girls t- took a lot of pictures. had a great time. We got our legs you know, outstretched a little bit and be ready for tonight. Yeah, you do your run-through on the uh, Bo Jackson field. Yeah, yeah, we didn't do too much, mostly crossbar challenge stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't want to do too much on game day, but we always get out and do something. So it was a, it's a great way to combine a, a great experience and uh, prepare yourself for the game. Okay, as for the game, where can you take this team right now? Not much more you can do in terms of offensive soccer right now. You guys are on a roll. Yeah, um, girls are just uh, doing a great job of uh, going at teams right now. And, you know, Portland uh, is coming off a couple good results, a really good result against Santa Clara, and, and actually had a, a couple chances to, to get a uh, win out of those game, that game. And so, uh, you know, they're going to be ready. I'm sure they're getting better and better, and uh, they've been stingy giving up uh, that many goals. So I think we'll really be challenged. I think we'll see a, a little bit for, different formation than what we've seen, but our, the girls have done a great job of adjusting to some different things that they've seen um, over the year with our different opponents so we want to keep doing the same thing um, really set the, the tone and dictate the speed of play right from the very beginning Portland hasn't gotten a win yet in league but as you just noted uh, they did draw a point out of their match with Santa Clara you know what it's like to draw with Santa Clara so that has to give you some indication of where Portland is right now yeah I mean if uh, you can hold Santa Clara to just one goal I mean that that's something um and I thought they did a really good job defensively of not letting Santa Clara get in behind them very much and not really having too many really good looks. So that'll be a challenge for us. Uh, Santa Clara's a really good attacking team, as we know. Um, but we're just going to have to be sharp, and, and we've been really sharp. We've got off to really good starts uh, pretty consistently this season. And so that's uh, what we'll be planning on doing is uh, encouraging the girls to go after their back line as soon as we can. Portland's a big historical name, but since you've joined the WCC, nothing but success against the Pilots 8-0. Yeah, I mean, uh, coming in the WCC, certainly uh, excited. Uh, just for me personally, being from here and knowing all the success and the history that the University of Portland's had, and um, we have been fortunate to uh, play very well here um, uh, and at home against them. And, um, you know, Michelle has done a great job of uh, building her new team. And, um, you know, she's, she's done a great job of getting some really good results so far this season. Their RPI is, is higher than it's been in a long time. And so uh, it'll be a challenge for us for sure. Um, we just have to keep doing what we've been doing. You are already the 10th BYU team to score 50 or more goals in the season with still a lot of soccer left to play. The number will keep going. 20 in the first half, 30 in the second half. Whether it's balanced from half to half or balanced from different spots on the, on the pitch, it's really coming from uh, all over. Um, it is, and, it, and that's always advantage because if uh, a team tries to you know, slow you down somewhere in your attack, we, we have other weapons that we can go to. Um, 
we're using a couple different formations this year that, that really kind of highlight some different spacing for us. And um, we've just uh, got a lot of great attacking players right now. And we've got some girls coming off the bench who can, can score for us. We've been able to score off some set pieces. I mean, Danica's unbelievable goal uh, for corner kick. So uh, just a lot of weapons. Um, but again, we just have to treat this game just like any other game. Um, the expectation is pretty high for us to get our looks and, and put some balls in the back of the net. And we can't just expect it's going to happen. We really have to make it happen and get after it. Finally, there's one team and only one team that has an outright conference championship under their control, and that's you guys. Yeah, and that's where you want to be. We talk about that going in to conference plays. You always want to have things under your control so you don't have to rely uh, on other teams, and uh, things are still in our control right now, and we want to make sure we, we get out there and, and play well, pick up three points, and then go prepare for the next game. All right, Jen, thanks for the time, the preview. Uh, good luck tonight against the Pilots. We'll talk to you after the match. Awesome, thank you. That is BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Time for a break now. When we come back, Cougar pre-match live continues as we hear from freshman holding midfielder Jamie Shepard. This is BYU women's soccer coverage on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from the Cougars themselves as we head back to the broadcast booth for our pre-match interview. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from Merlot Field on the beautiful University of Portland campus in Portland, Oregon. This impressive venue has housed some of the best teams in women's college soccer history over the years. International superstars like Megan Rapino and Christine Sinclair have both called this pitch home, having both played for the Pilots in years gone by. I'm Greg Rubel, joined by former BYU women's soccer standout Elena Maderos-Anderson, and uh, you are tuned in live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good to be with you on our flagship radio station, BYU Radio 107.9 FM. Also on the BYU Cougars app and at BYUcougars.com slash live radio, as well as ESPN 960 AM and the ESPN 960 app. You can listen to radio broadcasts and highlights on demand via the BYU Women's Soccer Podcast and at byuradio.org. Look under Shows and then BYU Women's Soccer. Well, BYU comes into tonight's match as not only the most potent offense in the West Coast Conference, but as one of the nation's best scoring teams. Indeed, with 50 goals, BYU second in scoring to Stanford with 51. Chances are this night will end with BYU atop the goal-scoring tally as the Cardinal do not play till tomorrow night. As impressive as the Cougars' raw goal totals are is the fact that uh, so many different players have gotten into the scoring act. 14 players have put their name in the goal column this season. Most recently, uh, Liti Akinaka, the other night home to St. Mary's. Elena with still upwards of 10 games left to play, including postseason. This BYU team may go down as the most offensively gifted of all Jen Rockwood's teams, that would be saying a lot. Uh, she's coached some very prolific teams over the years, including teams on which you played. Clearly, this season's squad has found something special. They're fun to watch. Yeah, Jen has seen a lot of special teams in her last 25 years coaching here. I was fortunate enough to be a part of one of those in 2016, ended the season with an 18-3-1 record, and we went to the Sweet 16. But I believe this BYU team ranks in the top for Jen that she's ever coached. They're so lethal in all positions, like you just talked about. 50 goals scored and only allowed six all season. That's pretty remarkable. Um, on the flip side, Portland, they've only scored 14 goals all season. BYU has 14 players scoring 50 <laughs> goals for the yeah. season. So pretty remarkable what this team is doing. They're playing with a lot of confidence. And not only do their stats speak to their success, but they're just a hardworking, resilient, dedicated group of girls. Just being around them, I 
and you can attest to this as well, whether they're at lunch, on the bus, or on the field, they're always having fun and they're so close. And I believe that's a big reason why their team chemistry right now is just gelling. They're such good friends and they want to succeed, everyone on the team. And I think this 2019 BYU team is on pace to do something pretty special that no other team has done. Great observations. And uh, yeah, Elise Flake leads BYU with 13 goals by herself. And as you noted, Portland as a team has just one more at 14 on the year for the group. Time now for our pre-match player interview. And tonight, it's a conversation with true freshman holding midfielder Jamie Shepard. The glue holding this team together in the back is the pivot point between the offense and defense. And I asked her earlier today what does she sees from her vantage point as she has watched this attack around into form and fire away for goal after goal. I think it definitely starts from the defense, just being able to um, win it from there and be able, being able to keep the ball and move it up to our tag. We have such a solid back line and goalie and just being able to um, get us going forward. And once we, once we get going forward, there's no stopping us, and we just have speed and people that are willing to attack and great finishers up top. So. You occupy a pretty important connection point between the last line of defense and the attack. How do you view your role? Definitely just being able, like in being in between them, those two lines, just being able to connect them. When you came to BYU, did you see yourself in this role? Yes, I hope to be able to play that center mid position, and um, I'm grateful for the opportunity that I've been able to um, play so far. Uh, What would you say has been the most defining characteristic of this team to this point? Um, I think just our willingness to just work hard all the time and just never give up and just keep pushing and working for what we want, working to for a shutout, working for to just score and just to win. Okay. You're winning games lately by scores like 5-1 and 6-0 and 8-0. Where's the limit for this team? How good can you guys be? Because right now you're kind of overpowering. Um, I think there's no limit just shooting for the sky, you know, and just trying to get better each and every game. So what, but what really keeps you guys going? Like game to game, what's the next set of motivating factors for you guys? Um, just keeping our goal in mind, like just step by step, trying to win conference first, and I think that's our focus right now. How cool is it to know that BYU is the only team that can win an outright championship by winning out? You know, no, no one else can do anything if you just take care of business. Um, I think it's really special being able to have the record that we have right now um it's remarkable and the fact that no one else has that i think it's very special cool what what should national observers who maybe don't see a lot of byu soccer know about this team right now um just the things that we can accomplish um we're not i guess we're kind of on people's radars right now and just knowing that we can accomplish great things as a freshman, did you set out to be the kind of player that could play 90 minutes every match and, and not be taken off the pitch if that's what coach needed? If that's what coach needed, then yes. Not expected, but like I said, very blessed and excited that I get to play that role. And there have been games, most recently too, where the starters don't have to go the full 90. You can really go to your bench, and a lot of reserves can get important minutes, and that's when you see things like uh, Latisse scoring, for example, at the end of the game. Yeah, very exciting. It's awesome when um, everyone gets to play and win and have people score that don't normally score, and it's just very exciting to get everyone involved. 
which brings us to you. You're a facilitator. How special would it be for you to get on the score sheet at some point here this year? Hopefully soon. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm very excited to hopefully get that first career goal. So pushing for that. Is that something you look for and look to? Absolutely. Yes. Very, very excited. Hopefully it's coming soon. Whether or not your role and the success of it isn't always determined on, on things like goals. You occupy a unique position that way. They don't need you to score to be an important player. You recognize that. Yeah, I think the attack that we have, just knowing that I don't have to take that role and knowing that girls up there take that role and they take it very well. How nice is it to have someone like Elise Flake sitting at 33 career goals and Mikhail's a double-digit goal scorer and and Cam too. Those are some powerful numbers up top. For sure, they're great finishers and um, just knowing each game, going into each game, I just know I can count on one of them scoring. So that's very nice to play with. How fun has the Portland trip been so far, and how stoked are you to play the Pilots tonight? Um, It's been fun so far. We've had a good day, and we're very excited to come out and play tonight. Jamie, thanks for the time. Good luck tonight. Awesome. Thank you so much. That is BYU freshman holding midfielder Jamie Shepard. And Cougar pre-match live continues from Merlot Field in Portland, Oregon, right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here's Elena Anderson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are back inside the broadcast booth at Merlot Field in Portland, Oregon. Tonight, the Pilots welcome the fourth-ranked BYU Cougars. BYU 9-4 and four all-time against Portland. 4-2 and two right here in the City of Roses and 8-0. and oh against Portland overall in WCC competition. That's eight straight wins dating back to 2011. The Pilots 4-4-4 four, four, and four on the season, 0-2-2 oh, two two in league play. Their highlight win was a 2-0 blanking in Berkeley as Portland beat then 21st-ranked Cal one month ago and one day ago. But uh, since that victory, Portland has not won a game. Portland's head coach is Michelle French. She's in her second season on the sidelines, 20-plus years after she left Portland as a standout player. She helped the Pilots to reach three final fours in four seasons as a player here on the bluff i spoke with portland broadcaster matt coffee a short time ago here at merlo field and asked him uh, for the lowdown on the four four and four pilots so kind of the record says it all they've been a really solid team a team that's they've they've found some good rhythms at time maybe the record hasn't shown as good of a team as they are they're dangerous on the counterattack, especially um with taryn Rees, kimberly hazlett or a few players to watch and, yeah, they'll play a little bit more on the counterattack, win the ball, attack quickly at pace. Really good win at Cal. Yep. Surprising in a bit that it's already more than a month ago that win came. Yeah, definitely. Cal's huge performance for them, and that just it shows the type of caliber that this team does have. They do have quality in the side. And, yeah, but it has been a while since that game. And going into WCC play, they'll hope to get rolling here. They only played four matches in four weeks, of course, so it's a little bit uh, exaggerated. But uh, what's been lacking maybe in terms of getting another result uh, since that game in Berkeley? Yeah, it's most of the games have been one to two goal games. They haven't really – they've just been solid. They've maybe struggled to score goals, but every game they've been right in it until the very end, last minute, one, one goal games, two goal games. So, yeah, just really scoring goals has been their piece that they'll need to add moving forward. Coach French starts a keeper from Sweden, and she pretty much goes all the way, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, she's she's been amazing. Freshman goalkeeper, just so solid back there. She's She's been a real bright spot for the Pilots all year long. How would you describe formationally or stylistically how Coach French likes to go? 
Yeah, so when they have the ball, they'll try and build out of the back, but they've been at their most dangerous when they've played on the counterattack, having a little bit more of a deeper defensive line, and then once they do win the ball, they'll break quickly at pace through Kimberly Hazlitt and Taryn Reese. A couple of nice goal scorers in uh, Taryn Reese at uh, 21 for her career and Elise Flake with 33 for her career, so we know where both teams want to go in the attack. Yeah, yeah, Taryn Reese is definitely the the front woman for the pilot she's a good goal scorer a little a fox in the box she she has a goal in her game and good 1v1 attacker as well okay. what would you think portland's expecting out of BYU tonight yeah quality opponent coming in here to merlo field in the in the cougars top quality side score a lot of goals as you said and yeah they'll have their hands full but they'll defend they'll defend a little bit deeper look to play on the counterattack and it, yeah it should be a should be an interesting little t- chess match we have going on here uh, the last match uh, that Portland played was a one-all draw with uh, Santa Clara. By all accounts, Portland could have gotten the three points with that one pretty easily. Yeah, second half in Santa of Santa Clara was one of their best halves they've played not only this season but the past couple couple seasons. They were amazing in the second half, so they'll look to build on that momentum that they had in that game. A little bit unlucky crossbars and goalposts. Yeah, definitely. They were just they were pressing all throughout the second half, pushing, pushing, pushing to find the the winner. Didn't come, but that shows the quality that they do have in the side. And when they do find that rhythm, they yeah, they're definitely a dangerous team. BYU drew two two with Santa Clara. So if you can pull a point from the Broncos, maybe Portland tries to build off that. Yeah, definitely pulling a point anywhere away from home in the WCS in the WCC is something to be said, and especially at Santa Clara. So. Yeah, they'll be looking to build on that, especially at home here at Merlot Field. Coach French's first year last year was a positive one, right? I mean, uh, rebounding from where they'd been at least. Yeah, definitely rebounding. First-year head coach, it, you never know what can happen, but uh, she really hit the ground running, and it's been amazing not only on the field, putting her style on for the pilots, but around the campus. There's a real buzz around Frenchie. She's so involved with everybody in the athletic department and around campus. Is there a sense she has turned things around here, or is it kind of a work in progress still? Definitely a work in progress as well. Um, but, yeah, from where they've been to build on these past two years have been really good, and they'll, yeah, look to finish strong. What's the vibe been at Merlot this year? Yeah, there's been a lot of energy, as we said. Like, there's been a lot of solid performances. They haven't been scoring a ton of goals, but they've been good defensively, and have every game here has been yeah as we said good games one one two goal games not a lot of blowouts or anything it's been a lot of just feisty and yeah and of course a great venue always good to come here has there been any talk at all in the portland program about the fact that uh, they've never beaten byu since the cougars joined the wcc back in 2011 and eight man yeah a little surprising isn't it yeah no it is surprising that you say that it's uh as you said, a top quality team, and the Cougars—they're always in and around the top twenty, in the top twenty-five in their women's soccer program. It's always a sense here at Merlot Field. You always want to try and beat these top quality teams. As you said, coming into this awesome venue. Well, listen, have a great broadcast tonight. Appreciate the time, and uh, we'll see you down the line. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. We'll see you later. That is Portland broadcaster Matt Coffey. Appreciate his time. Time now for tonight's Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game feature. Brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. Immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. Here's tonight's rules question. If a player, or rather is a player, offside when the ball hits the goalkeeper, one of the goalposts or crossbar, and rebounds into the field to play. The answer's coming up next, as well as tonight's starting lineups and the opening kick as Cougar Pre-Match Live continues from Merlot Field in Portland, Oregon on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here's Elena Anderson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are back at Tomorrow Field in Portland, Oregon for BYU and the Portland Pilots. Starting lineups coming up in a minute. First up, the answer in tonight's soccer rules question in Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game segment. And here's tonight's rules question. Is a player offside when the ball hits the goalkeeper, one of the goalposts or crossbar, and then rebounds into the field of play? So what is the ruling here? The answer is no. A player shall be judged offside at the moment the ball is played and then only if in, off, if in an offside position and also judged as either intending to interfere with play or an opponent, actually interfering with play or an opponent, or gaining an advantage by being in that position. That is Laws of the Game, brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly, and this is the BYU Women's Soccer Coverage on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 